Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. All right, let's do it. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, the border is secure. Yeah. I mean, there's another record yeah, we of were, border crossings, but, you know, forget all that. Yeah, we, we were seeing the, uh, the images come out all day yesterday and where international commerce was being halted because of the sheer number of uh, asylum seekers. Yes. Um, the border... The border is secure. secure. New single day record of almost 15,000 known border crossings. Wow. Known right. border crossings. Yeah, forget the gotaways and yeah. all that. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, well, you probably saw in the news Texas is doing something about it. Yeah. Um, and it's controversial. Oh, but, okay. If yeah. you want, we can go to the NBC coverage of this because I happened to see it this morning. This is the report just rolling on out? Good morning. Several notable changes coming with this law, starting with the fact that it will make it illegal to cross the U.S.-Mexico border anywhere except those specific legal ports of entry. In addition to that, overnight we're hearing. Hold on a second. If we get if we get to hear that again. What? Order anywhere except those specific okay. legal ports of entry. Well, that sounds like a real country. Uh, yeah, that sounds Th- like. Wait, you're telling me there are specific <laughs> areas where people can cross legally? Yes. Wow. Uh huh. Yeah. In addition to that, overnight we're hearing from the White House, yeah. who is saying that this law is extreme and making. Te- it's extreme. How is it extreme exactly? Yeah. I mean, you have to follow the law. Yeah. What what Texas has done, what Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, signed into law yesterday, uh, which won't take effect until what, March, I believe? Yes. Where it makes it a state crime to come into the country illegally. That is so essentially enabling Department of Public Safety, other agencies to prosecute or to arrest people who are here illegally. How is that extreme? Don't know, but they lay it out for you. And making Texas communities less safe. Meanwhile, less safe. Oh, God, I can't. They don't. They see they never explain it. Well, because there is no explanation. There is no explanation behind that. How does that make them less safe? How? It doesn't. Of course, but it that doesn't. won't stop certain people from regurgitating the same thing. Well, it's going to make them less safe, safe in Texas. So you know that, right? Well, give me examples on how that will happen. It, it's just BS, dude. Meanwhile, Texas Governor Greg Abbott has said this is a necessary tool to deter migrants from the ongoing influx. And that right now, we know that these numbers are only appearing to go up. As you mentioned, yeah. this empowers state authorities, state troopers, sheriff's deputies, and police officers. The ability to arrest migrants on state charges, uh, whereas currently they are not able to do so. Okay. The, and then he's pretty much done. But then throwing it back to Craig and Craig Melvin, he's got a question. I oh, think yeah. it's a legal question. Craig, you know. So at this point, Morgan, any idea how, how this could play out in court? 
Well, yeah, the legal challenges could be coming from multiple fronts here, Craig. We know that civil rights groups have already threatened to sue as a result of this being what they call unconstitutional. What? Again. Enforcing the law yeah, just, is unconstitutional? Just, Constitutional, shove it. Somebody's got to do something. Congressional note, Democrats also leaning on the Justice Department to push back. Oh. But we could be seeing another showdown between the state of Texas and the White House, which would be similar to another challenge we've recently seen. A court recently ruling against that thousand-foot border buoy in the Rio Grande that Texas Governor Greg Abbott called a vital tool in deterring migrants. And legal experts yes. say that this could prompt a revisiting of a 2012 Arizona immigration law pitting the state against the federal government. In that case, Craig, the court sided with the federal government. Mm -hmm. But Texas Governor Greg Abbott is confident that this law will stand and it takes effect come March. To me, it's it's a win-win uh, for Greg Abbott and any policymaker in the state of Texas. If it goes through, then you can help, you know, finally start getting around to the business of stopping the flow of yeah. people coming into the country illegally. If it fails... What you get is a nationwide viewing party of the federal government arguing that what's happening at the border is acceptable. Yes. You will expose the Biden administration, all of these non-governmental so-called civil rights organizations that are going to sue the state of Texas saying that what's happening at the border is acceptable. You're going to expose them all for the anti-American traitors that they are. We already know it. And it seems like independents have figured that out. I suppose if you only get your news from, you know, liberal media, legacy media, maybe you don't. But, you know, there's another conversation people are having that doesn't make it out, <laughs> certainly across legacy media. And that's if what happens if Texas says, so what? I don't what you're the federal government saying we can't do it. We're doing it. What are you going to do? Like all of a sudden someone does to the federal government what the federal government has done to them. And just say, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. We're not letting them in. What are you going to do? You going to send the military in? We'll see where it goes. Well, as governor, you're sworn in to protect the people of your state. Yes. I mean, no, that's part of your job. That's a big part of your job. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, safety and security. We'll I, see where that goes. Know, that's my job. Meanwhile, in California, remember those protesters that stopped, the Bay, stopped traffic on the Bay Bridge? Oh, yeah. 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 It was organized by the Arab Resource and Organizing Center, AROC, mm -hmm. saying, cease fire now. Oh, we demand it. We demand it. Yeah. And we're shutting down the Bay Bridge. That's right. And we're going to keep our cars parked on the bridge. And throw our keys into the into the, uh, into the bay. Into the bay. Yeah. yeah. And now they are demanding charges be dropped against those arrested for shutting down demanding the bridge. Demanding it. They yeah. are demanding it, Scott. Yeah, I know they're demanding it. By the way, a little side note to all of this. Yeah. There were three organ transplants that were on their way to the hospital that were couldn't get there Heard about because that. of what these morons did yesterday. One, by the way, surgery was completely canceled. God only knows what happened to the other two. This is this is part of the human story you never hear about. Yeah, it's so frustrating. And you have this Arab group, you know, on Twitter. Talking about, yes, we are standing up for justice, and we demand the charges be dropped. Mm -hmm. And they're calling him the Bay Bridge 78. No. Yes, they are. I'm oh right gosh. there, dude. Yeah, Bay Bridge 78. <laughs> you know, I man, saw that. 
<laughs> to yeah. me, it, it, when these jack wagons go and shut down major uh, highways and uh, thoroughfares and whatnot, yeah, you know, not only do you have these extreme cases like organ transplants, et cetera, emergency vehicles, uh, in one case in Los Angeles when they shut down the 110, uh, there, there were like two school buses at least that were there. Just yeah. like, what are they supposed to do? To me, I think you, you ought to start considering codifying that if you shut down a road like that, you get charged with battery. Because oh, absolutely. we are all only given a certain amount of minutes in our lives. Yep. By doing that, you are robbing people of their lives, of portions of their lives. You know, whether they got to get to work, whether they got to get uh, to the hospital, whether they've got to just be somewhere because they actually have people in their lives who don't think it's a chore to hang out with them. We um, have the right to protest. Well, you have the right to protest. Get the hell out of the road. Yep. That's exactly it right. It should be an apparently assault and battery. Well, I mean, could you charge a manslaughter if someone dies because they don't get the transplant they need because of you? Good question. I don't know. I mean, if we're going to throw hypotheticals out there, why not? This a and group? by the way, has anybody ever sat on the edge of a of a one of these things? Like, man, I don't know which way I go. I can see both sides. I don't know. And then after the protest went, yeah, I'm on their side now. I have no idea. Anybody ever done that? Of course not. I don't know. But this group, the A Rock group, the Arab group. Um, apparently, they share office space in San Francisco with the Communist Party. Well, Seems yeah, sure. To sort of go together. Comrades in arms. So, you know, you see that story. And then we were watching it unfold yesterday um, in the afternoon. The protests in New York City where they're shutting down streets. Yeah. The pro-Palestinian. And, okay, I'm a simple guy. And at heart, just a simple, small-town guy. And I asked the question, how does this happen? I know it's organized, obviously. Do they have a permit to do this? No. Yeah. They just all of a sudden, we're going to block the street. Yeah, it's Heck like- no. You shut it down. You get them out of the road. Again, they're getting in the way of people's lives. And it's just sort of accepted that, yep, it's going to be another major protest. They're just going to walk right on down the street and, you know, block at the local businesses. Well, sorry about your luck. No one's going to come into the city. They're just going to disrupt everything. Heck no. Why is that even put up with? I don't understand it. No, I don't have an answer for you. I mean, we were talking about this before we went on today. There's no answer. Obviously, it's organized. The cops got to know it that it's going to happen. No, yeah. get out yeah. of the road. Yeah, I don't know about it. Going get to this the out of the road. City Hall and getting a permit to shut down the I-10. Yeah, I don't know. There's. It's unreal to me. All right, and now you've got the mayor of New York saying what, David? Oh, yeah. Well, he was asked a really softball question uh, during an interview on a local TV show on PIX11. And it was basically like, hey, you know, 2023 is coming to a close. It's been a tumultuous year. If you could describe the state of things in one word, what would it be? Okay. So when you look at the totality of the year, if you had to describe it, and it's tough to do, in one word, what would that word be? And tell me why. Uh, New York. Uh, This is a place where every day you wake up, uh, you could experience everything from a plane crashing into our trade center to a a person who's celebrating a new business that's open. Uh, This is a very, very complicated city, and that's why it's the greatest city on the globe. Hmm. Well, unless you're there during a terrorist attack, of course. That's a problem. This guy has this knack for just saying utterly bizarre things. 
Like, New York City's great. We got new businesses and terrorist attacks. Yeah. And there's one word. Yeah. I think I got it for you, Eric. Equity. Yeah, right. We're seeing what it looks like. And people are horrified. For the Convention of Business Bureau to adopt that as a theme. <laughs> terrorist attack or new business. New York City. Or you could just go with disaster. Either way, whatever you want. Okay, another piece of evidence of Biden's corruption. David has that story and much more coming up. Right. holiday message from Jackson Hewitt. Twas the yikes before Christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring except Larry. See, the stockings weren't hung by the chimney with care because Larry's wallet was empty with no time to spare. So he went to Jackson Hewitt for a holiday loan, got money so fast, he rejoiced and went home. Avoid the yikes before Christmas. Go to Jackson Hewitt before it's too late. Get up to a thousand bucks fast minus the weight. Early refund advance offered to eligible clients. Application required. Finance charge applies. Loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Honey, come here, quick. What is it? Shh, check it out. All these highly rated wines are under $20. Total Wine must have made a mistake. <laughs> nope, they always have the lowest prices. Oh, remember that amazing rosé your sister brought over last week? See, it's right here. Whoa, that's a low price. I mean, whoa, that's a low price. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly, B21. Did you forget to add Stamps.com to your holiday wish list last year? Well, we all make mistakes. Stamps.com has been helping businesses like yours save time and money during the holiday rush for 25 years. Get exclusive rates up to 84% off USPS and UPS services you need right from an easy-to-use mobile app. The holidays are hard enough. Make things easy with Stamps.com. Use code TIMESAVER for a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code TIMESAVER. This is Rocky Mosall with International Star Registry. Over the past 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities, dignitaries, and individuals worldwide. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can name a star and give the ultimate Christmas gift. The star name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333 to give the brightest gift. That's 800-282-3333. All right. Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Thank you for being here. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. All right, David, do you have a story about Joe Biden and corruption? Oh, oh, yeah. I remember how uh, all the claims of anything untoward with Joe Biden and his family members making money and whatnot, all of the allegations of uh, nefarious intent and actions have been debunked. That's what we keep getting told, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, there was a transcribed interview that the House Oversight Committee did with a woman named Carol Fox, uh, trustee for a company called AmeriCorps, uh, and their Chapter 11 proceedings. AmeriCorps being a business that James Biden, the brother of the president, was involved with that was going through Chapter 11 bankruptcy proceedings. Well, James Biden's business partner, Michael Lewitt, pulled money from an investment fund and transmitted it to AmeriCorps a few years ago. Uh, And AmeriCorps turned around and paid James Biden. James Biden, on that same day, cut a check to Joe Biden for the exact amount as James Biden received from AmeriCorps. Heck, you say. Wow. Ain't that something. It's like some sort of corrupt money laundering going (laughs) over there. No evidence, though. No evidence. None. No. No. 
That's just a coincidence. It was the same number. Come on. Hey, right. you know, I mean, hey, James Biden, I know he's inking million dollar deals and whatnot, but he needed a few thousand dollars. That was the loan repayment, okay? Yes. That's right. He got hair plugs too. Right. All right. And it was an expensive procedure well, and he cheap. needed money. Yeah. It's not cheap to make it look good. Oh my gosh, man. By the way, I know somebody that's less popular than Biden. Well, actually a couple people. I saw a story late yesterday, and I don't have it in front of me. Maybe you saw it. It was one poll. But now Biden is less popular than Kamala for the first time in a poll. Well, that's hard to do. That's, for approval. That's an achievement right there. Wow. No kidding. Yes. I, I When I first saw it, I'm like, oh, my gosh. This no. is the worst it's ever been Why for him. Who said that? Who said that? No, I saw the story yesterday. No. no. But there's someone that's less popular than both by a ways. Mm-hmm. Mitch McConnell. Do you know the percent of Americans that approve of Mitch McConnell as the GOP leader? Take a guess, Scott. You first. 28%. Oh, buddy. I'll, I'll <laughs> you go, overshot it. I'll go 15%. You overshot it, too. Wow. What yeah, is You more than doubled it. You more than quadrupled it, Scott. Really? It is at 6 Percent, six percent, six percent. I've never seen anything like it. That was a Monmouth survey. More than eight hundred adults. Yes. Holy smokes! Only six percent said they approve of his job performance. It is the lowest overall approval rating among congressional leadership, and is the only leader to receive a net negative score from his fellow partisans. Yeah. Wow. Yes. I, it's time to go, man. I mean, when you see that six percent, I mean, is your opinion? Well, nobody quite understands how great I am like I do. Right. They just don't get how good I am. Well, and I should remain in leadership. I, I think for him, it, it, he just doesn't care. No, he doesn't care. I don't think he's cared for a while. Golly, Prince of Darkness is 8%. Man, oh, man. The June bug that's a... been caught in his throat for the last 30 years. Gets right. it, he pulls it like 60%. But oh, that's because yeah. who who can hate Clarence the June bug? You can't over time when he's associated with McConnell. Oh, that's true, yeah. You had a McConnell joke yesterday, and I can't remember it. You were asking if it was over the line. No. So we could ask, we could just, you could give the joke, and then we could ask people to respond to Robbins on Facebook or whatever oh, no, if it it's over the line. It wasn't a McConnell joke. It was a John Fetterman joke. Yeah, it was a Fetterman joke. Oh, what was the Fetterman joke? Because well, uh, John Fetterman has been making a lot of sense recently. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, talking about various things, whether it's uh, standing by Israel uh saying that no china shouldn't you know buy up a bunch of farmland and maybe we should take that farmland back right and if you oh also saying hey you know it's not unreasonable to start talking about what we do when the population of pittsburgh keeps showing up at the southern border every month right. so i just wondered the the line was did john fetterman actually just have a stroke of genius ooh yeah. and do you think that's over the line scott uh Yesterday I did. Okay. I guess because it's out there today, I'll go, nah. <laughs> How about the old McConnell joke then? His new favorite movie? Oh. No. What? Frozen? Yeah. Okay. That over the line? All right. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin show. Okay. I'll take that as a yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm asking the question. I don't know. 
I saw... we, need a, we need a prayer circle after this break. Well, yeah, th- yeah. those memes are uh, are are brutal because you know oh, Mitch McConnell God. a few times has just completely frozen up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the whole and, thing. I mean, it's it's a bizarre thing to witness, and so yeah, I've seen one where he's on the cover of like a frozen VHS tape, and it's just frozen three. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mitch McConnell's like my cable. Is it one of those rules that, okay, neither one of these guys died, obviously. Mm-hmm. No. So then the joke's okay. But if they happen to die, then it's not good. I, well, I, I don't yeah. know. Well, I don't think well, you would. They also the still wield died. power. So, yeah, this is true. That's where I'm like, okay, the jokes are not out of line. Yeah. Let Robbins know. We got to get to a news update and a round of What's Your Story. This is going to be fun. Straight ahead. This holiday season, we're unwrapping joy and tuning in the cheer. Wishing you a Christmas merrier than a cat on a sled. My cats don't look very merry. Well, that's because you didn't train them very much. And a new year so fantastic, even your resolutions will bro-hug each other. Please don't touch me. From our crew to your ears, have a holly jolly Christmas and a side-splitting new year. Laughter is the best gift you can re-give. Come on, bring it in, bro. <laughs> All right, the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley, Gen Xer, David Van Camp, the Millennial, the Sexy Boomer, Scott Robin. Aww. And we were just talking about John Fetterman, Senator from Pennsylvania. Yeah. And he's in the news, David. Yeah, he is. Well, uh, there is a, uh, a Japanese company that is set to buy U.S. Steel for $14 billion. Man. And, I mean, you know, at first this was sort of met with uh, some uh, accolades and whatnot. And then, you know, there were plenty of uh, those evil MAGA Republicans saying, well, hold on a second. Why is a a foreign company going to buy a pretty critical part of our manufacturing apparatus in the United States? It doesn't really make a lot of sense. Free market. Yeah, and, and yeah, I mean, you have the old school Republicans who are thinking, well, uh, yes, we believe in competition and free market and globalization is a way to lower costs for everybody. Mm. Get my ass rich. Yeah, and I might, I might be making a little bit of money on sure. the side on this one, but don't talk about that at all. Um, but John Fetterman, Democrat senator out of Pennsylvania, of course, from the Pittsburgh area, Steeltown, USA, um, he is saying that he is going to do everything in his power to block the sale of this. Wow. Okay. It's absolutely outrageous that they have sold themselves to a foreign nation and a company. Can't do that. Steel is always about security as well, too. And I am committed to doing anything I can do from using my platform or my position in order to block this. And I'm going to fight for the steel workers and their union way of life here as well, too. And we cannot ever allow them to be screwed over or left behind. Wow. What do you think of that, Scotty? I'm, I'm, <laughs> look, man, if somebody would have told me two months ago that I would agree with Fetterman about 90% of the time, I would have said you're out of your mind. But I you're do talking now. about 90% lately? Yes. Yeah. I mean, if they had told me that a month ago. I know. It's crazy what's going on with him. Well. I agree with him. Yeah, I mean. But do we keep doing this? What do you mean? Selling to foreign foreign companies. Well, it used to be. It's just, you know, people can do that, and they make a boatload of money, and who are you to say otherwise? 
China is like a partner in a way. Yeah, right. You know, enriching the world, blah, blah, blah. But I think people have seen through that now. If you recall a few years ago, maybe a decade or so ago, when the big thing was made in the USA, was stamped on everything that was, in fact, made in the USA. I mean, there was like some sort of consumer push to buy things and goods that were made here. Now, I don't know if you could do that anymore. It's kind of come back around, but it. Uh, but I don't not see as it much. much. I mean, it was part of advertising campaigns and everything. I mean, it was you were stamped. Are you talking about decades ago or a few years ago? Uh, decades ago. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a, of course. My dad was yes. a union guy, and that was the thing, man. All union guys bought things that were made in America, sure. and they damn sure wanted to make sure it was. Yes, and then you started finding out. Well, wait a second. Uh, like this particular car, right? Uh, all the parts are made in foreign countries, yeah. right? So how American is this car? Chilean carburetors. Right, exactly. Yes. It's all, it's yeah. assembled maybe in the United States, right. but right. everything else is made in, in Mexico, yeah. in China, and you know, Indonesia, wherever. And some of yeah. it is your own fault because you tax like crazy things and, and business naturally is going to find some place where they're taxed less, if at all, and the labor is cheaper. At some point it does become okay. Are we enriching China for crying out loud? Yeah. I is know. that what this has come down to? I I and buying up farmland? The farmland thing scares have. me probably more than anything else because that's the lifeline. Yeah, okay. But I mean, okay, but if you're going with the same sort of thought, isn't it sort of, well, what? Uh, so someone can build a business and they can sell it to China and that's fine and good. But if some farmer has land, he can't do it. Oh, no, I'm, I'm not in favor of any of it. I am right there with you. 100%. But I also know people are fleeing some states and, and not manufacturing in some states because it's not cost effective to do so. That is true. Got to make it make sense. Yeah. Yes. I'm sure we're going to get it all figured out by the end of the show. No, yeah. Yeah. A couple of geniuses here. Of course. That's what we do. All right. Well, it's that part of the show going around the table. It may not be the biggest story out there, but it caught your attention. Today, David, what's your story? Uh, Today, I I just, I enjoy this story a lot. Um, USA Today had a, a somewhat lighter or odd news story about a uh, 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 a roller coaster in Japan, and well, they needed to correct something. Oh, the original story was riders at Universal Studios Japan were stuck dangling upside down for close to an hour after the ride safety system engaged. Thankfully, no one was injured. Well, apparently, they must have gotten some blowback for this, and then they said the video and captions state the wrong position in which people were trapped on the roller coaster. They were trapped dangling belly side down. We apologize for the mistake. <laughs> of all the things USA Today decides to go back and correct, <laughs> it's splitting hairs between being upside down and belly side down. <laughs> I, just, I sort of think if once you've crossed the 180 degree line, you're, you, I, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. That's more or less upside down. Yes, would agree. 100%. Um, yeah, okay. You know what I'm going to do for my story? What's that? I'm going to do a USA Today story, sort of. Oh. This was a conversation between Babylon B CEO Seth Dillon and Tucker Carlson. And if I knew this, I forgot it. USA Today fact-checked a Babylon B headline oh, a while yeah. back. Yeah. They, they've done it several times. This was on Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Okay? <laughs> I'm not I'm not joking, man. Um you know what? I'll just play you the clip, and and then you can take it from there. Um, but they would fact check them regular ridiculous jokes, like you know AOC goes on the Price Is Right, guesses everything is free, or 
um, or, <laughs> you know, good uh, uh, Ninth Circuit Court overturns death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> you know, these these are it, it, they're, they're they're silly jokes. They're funny jokes. But sometimes people believe that it's true because you could actually see somebody doing this. It's so hilarious. <laughs> Her death was overturned by Ninth Circuit. And USA Today fact-checked it, and I looked it up, and sure enough, the headline is the claim, Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals overturned the death of Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And the fact-check is done by Chelsea Cox from the USA Today staff, saying the headline of an article published by satire website, The Babylon Bee, is a nod to the contentious history between the Trump administration and the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit. The Babylon Bee is, quote, the world's best satire site, according to the website. So they fact check it. Yeah. Which is hilarious in itself. Well, it's a self-owned, too, because apparently they believe that readers of USA Today are so ignorant, they believe that a court of appeals can overturn a death. Yes. Um, And he talks about that. But the USA Today fact check on Ruth Bader Ginsburg's death... That was funded by grants from Facebook. So Facebook paid USA Today. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? Yeah. It's like you're getting like this snapshot of how it all works. He also talked about almost suing Snopes because Snopes would do fact checks on the Babylon Bee all the time. <laughs> yeah. And this is why I thought this was interesting. We actually threatened to sue Snopes because they were they were literally maligning us and suggesting that we were mis- misinforming people on purpose. And then Facebook was saying that they were going to demonetize and deplatform us because we were being fact-checked by Snopes. So saying you can't spread fake news on our platform. We're like, it's satire. <laughs> <laughs> it is such a cell phone, dude. That is so great. All right, Good Scott, stuff. for what's your story? What do you got today? Uh, from the New York Post today, more than 170 people are not going to have a very good Christmas. They're going to feel very uptight at the Christmas dinner table. Those 170 people had ties to Jeffrey Epstein, including former employees and victims. They're set to be named. Got the names right here in a trove of court documents that a Manhattan federal judge has ordered unsealed in the coming weeks. The judge, Loretta Preska, yesterday ordered the release of a trove of long-sealed documents. Uh, against the convicted uh, pedophile madam and him, Ghislaine Maxwell, if you remember. Sure. Under the ruling, dozens of individuals who have previously only been identified as Jane Doe's or John Doe's in various court filings linked to the suit will be identified when the materials tied to them are unsealed in full. Grab some popcorn. This ought to be a wild ride. Well, I, I don't know much, but I do know the suicide rate is about to go up again. Oh, daddy-o. <laughs> yes. Yes, David. Yes. That's very true. Dang. Yeah. So who are the names that come right to mind? Bill Clinton. D- yes. It's one of the first ones. Woody Allen. Bill Gates. Bill Gates. Prince mm-hmm. Wanker. What's his name? Andrew. 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 Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Well, the, and the, there's so many different bank CEOs, big names in the banking industry. Um, they probably wouldn't mean anything to you or I, but in that industry, they are mean like huge names. Dang. When you're talking about the Prince Andrew, I mean, as far as all time pieces of audio, oh, that's up there. Oh, that's like, a like Hall if, of Famer. If, if you're doing like an entire decade, because sometimes we get to the end of the year like this year. Um, 
you know, you sort of roll some things out. This one is one for like an entire decade well, of that interview, which was a really bad idea for him to do. Yeah. So, so he's being asked about uh, what's her name, uh, uh, Virginia Jufre, right? Yeah, Jufre, who was nineteen at the time. Yeah, who was a uh, sex trafficked by Jeffrey Epstein, and there are photos of Prince Andrew with her. She says that uh, Prince Andrew was a customer, and he denied it on the basis that at the time he was not able to sweat. And she said that the and she said he was sweating. sweating. Yeah, yeah, yes. But he tried to explain it. It couldn't have been him. Well, we have the audio. It's just worth a listen again. She was very specific about that night. Mm. She described dancing with you and you profusely sweating and that she went on to have bath, possibly. There's a slight problem with with the sweating um, because. uh, This is the first time, too, I think I had the realization that sometimes some people are so uncomfortable with such a terrible lie yeah. that there's something in them that doesn't want them to say it and they're fighting to get the words out it's it's one of those things mm-hmm. I, I have a peculiar medical condition which is that i don't sweat um or i didn't sweat at the time and that was oh was she yes i didn't sweat at the time because i um ha- had suffered what i would describe as an overdose of adrenaline in the falklands war mm-hmm. when i was shot at yeah, see, I was in the war, and after that, I couldn't sweat. Yeah. Uh, so that that's a, her her memory. Nah, couldn't have happened that way. Uh, and I simply, it, it was it was it was almost impossible for me to, to to sweat, and it's only because I have done a number of things in the recent past that I'm starting to be able to do that again. So I'm afraid to say that that that, that there's a medical condition that says that I didn't do it. So therefore, was he really expecting the entire? I mean, well, it'd be different if you'd heard of something like that. Right. Right. Audience watching that say, oh, okay, well, that explains it then. Yeah, yeah, I believe him. It's like, yeah, we're going to do a 5K uh, for veterans who can't sweat anymore. Right. Like, people would know that. (laughs) Yes, they would know. Because they went, well, you know, I got an uncle that can't sweat. I understand, right? No. It'd be pretty well documented. Dang. I've never heard of that with anybody. And you will never There has to be someone that's had it happen, though, right? You couldn't have just made that up on the spot. Is there really a condition? We got to put Snopes on it. Okay. Much more to get to. Um, Another Chinese firm is busted. Guess what for? Straight ahead right here. Honey, come here, quick. What is it? Check it out. All these highly rated wines are under $20. Total Wine must have made a mistake. (laughs) Nope. They always have the lowest prices. Oh, remember that amazing rosé your sister brought over last week? See? It's right here. Whoa. That's a low price. I mean, whoa. That's a low price. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly. Be 21. 
The holidays are here. Let Omaha Steaks take the guesswork out of gifting. Shop carefully curated gift packages that are guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. Go to omahasteaks.com and save 50% off site-wide. Plus, when you use promo code QUALITY at checkout, get an additional $30 off your order. Send tender, juicy, butcher's cut filet mignons, mouth-watering burgers, gourmet jumbo franks, or even easy-to-prepare meals that are ready in a flash. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless. This offer won't last long. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away. So shop early and beat the shipping rush. Go to OmahaSteaks.com and use promo code QUALITY at checkout. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit OmahaSteaks.com. Take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use promo code QUALITY at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. This is Rocky Mosall with International Star Registry. Over the past 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities, dignitaries, and individuals worldwide. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can name a star and give the ultimate Christmas gift. The star name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333 to give the brightest gift. That's 800-282-3333. All right, then. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Uh, before we get to this Chinese firm story, do you want to do the cleanup on the other story? About Prince Andrew and the sweating? Oh, sure. That's, I mean, it's up to you. Sure. We're trying to figure it out. Like, okay, is there seriously a condition? Because we're talking about Jeffrey Epstein. Long uh, story right, short. Exactly. And there was the young girl, and he said, it couldn't have been me with her because I, I couldn't have sweated profusely then because... Peculiar medical condition, which is that I don't sweat, um, or I didn't sweat at the time. And I he goes on to say, you know... I had suffered what I would describe as an overdose of adrenaline in the Falklands War when I was shot at. Uh, and I simply... It, it, was, it, was, it was almost impossible for me to, to, to sweat. Right. And it's only yeah. because I have done a number of things... In the recent past, yes, the, that I'm starting to be able to sweat again, do that again. So I'm right, afraid right. to say that that, that that there's a medical condition that says that it didn't do it. So therefore, I don't know, man. I'm not a doctor. All I can do, like you, is look it up on WebMD or whatever site. Yeah, and uh, they have different causes. There is such a thing, then. Yeah, people that can't sweat. Yes. Yeah, that's a thing. But it's curable. Well, it depends. Okay. Because the cause, I mean, it could be skin damage from burns or radiation therapy. That I understand. Uh, poor clogging diseases. Uh, could be from surgery, uh, scar formation, diabetes, alcoholism. Is it Ghislaine Barr syndrome? Yeah. Not Ghislaine Maxwell. Right. Ghislaine Barr. Um, inherited disorder of the metabolic system. Connective tissue disorders. Where's adrenaline? I'm not seeing adrenaline, yeah. bro. Uh-oh. I'm not seeing it there. A lot of other words that I can't pronounce, but nothing about adrenaline. Uh, multiple system atrophy. Dementia with Lewy bodies. Parkinson's mm. disease. Yeah. Excessive dehydration. I'm not seeing anything about mm. adrenaline. Uh, could be. I, I'm thinking no. Anyway. All right. Moving on to the story about the Chinese firm, David. Yeah, we mentioned this uh, uh, this thing happening 
uh, over the last several years. Uh, whenever you have a big activist group that is pushing for things that appear to be suicidal for the nation, like cutting uh, uh, oil production and refining, like trying to, I don't know, build up solar and wind beyond its actual capacity to keep lights on. Right. Whenever that happens, if you dig deep enough, you can find a Chinese or a Russian firm behind it because they are heavily invested in, well, increasing fossil fuel production at, in, in their respective countries while also making sure that the West slowly kills itself on the altar of wokeness. Yes. Well, it's happened again. Fox News uh, uh, uncovered this. Um, there is a climate-focused nonprofit with significant operations in Beijing that has wired millions of dollars to fund climate initiatives and environmental groups here in the United States. The Energy Foundation's financial filings claim that the group is technically headquartered in San Francisco, but the majority of the work that's done are done by communist uh, party officials in China. Of course. China. Yeah. Yes. Well, they are partners and they're a very important partner globally. China. No. Wow. Yep. Thank you for that story, David. Not surprised. This is the Mark the Van Camp Robin Show. Hey, it's Jamie Markley. David Van Camp. Me, Scott Robbins. From the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Where we turn mundane into madness. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening on the radio. But have you dared to join in the fun online? Follow us on Instagram for video and behind-the-scenes content. Hey, is that a good idea that we do that? Sure, why not? You can also yell at us on X or Twitter. It's that thing Elon Musk runs. And Facebook, because Grandma deserves a daily dose of Barkley Van Camp and Robin. Yeah, stop doom-scrolling and stalking your old high school classmates. Search MVCR Show on Instagram, X, and Facebook. Because life's too short for boring radio shows. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. I don't know if you knew this. There's crisis at the border. What? It's been going on. No, it's closed. Almost three years. It's secure. It's closed. Well, it's weird because... Why do you keep saying this over and over again? Well, I'm hearing it from Democratic mayors. Mm-hmm. You know, those unloving people. Oh, yeah. No, it's been a joke the entire time. Hmm. Ever since Biden took over. Yep. Open it up. So you're Come saying it because we've been lied to about it. Repeatedly. And the reality is coming from not only Republicans, but Democrats as well. So this is interesting. New record, David. 15,000? Yeah, somewhere around there. Uh, close to 15,000 people coming over the border in one day. Uh, that is a new single-day record. Uh, so, Any idea the root cause of that? We did it, Joe. Checking um, for a friend. Oh, the root causes is that, well, the, the border's open. People oh, are yeah. like, hell yeah, man. I'm, if I can get in, I'm... I'm coming. I'm going to the United States. Well, new law in Texas, and now there's going to be a showdown. Well, yeah, of course there is. So I saw that on Good Morning America, you know. Oh, boy. 
Here we go. After the battle over the border, the governor of Texas signing a law allowing state law enforcement to arrest migrants, setting up a legal showdown with the Biden administration. Yeah, I know you broke the law, but you can't arrest them. We're, right. That's our job. We just don't do it. The Texas governor is setting up for a good old-fashioned showdown with the federal government and also immigration rights organizations backing one of the most aggressive laws and approaches a state has taken to try and resolve the immigration issues. Aggressive. Very aggressive. They're trying to enforce the law. Along the southwest border, Abbott signing a new law Monday, as before, which will allow local and state law enforcement in Texas to detain and arrest migrants they suspect crossed into the country illegally. And they're going to whip them. Well, well, before they arrest them. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Only the guys on horses, though. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Got it. It carries a punishment of up to six months in jail, and repeat offenders could face up to 20 years in prison. And it gives judges the ability to deport them back to Mexico. Abbott blasting the president when citing the bill in the Rio Grande Valley, saying Texas needs to defend itself from drug cartels, accusing Biden of deliberate inaction. That's absolutely true. It has been deliberate inaction. Oh, and the, for those people without a sense of humor, I was joking about the whips. Right. Shoot them with BB guns. Anyway. Overnight, the White House also weighing in the federal, saying the federal government, not individual states, is charged with determining how and when to remove non-citizens for violating immigration laws. Right, As of it. right now, we haven't heard a lot from the state of how this will all be implemented, but we do know it could happen right around March. That said, immigration rights organizations say they are already preparing to file a lawsuit because this encourages racial profiling and denies migrants the right to seek asylum. I love more to come as this plays out in the courts. Robin. You know, last week when Bill Malugin was in Arizona, Lukeville, mm -hmm. asking all the different people, did you hear one say, I'm seeking asylum? I'm trying to no. save my life. It's like, no, it's opportunity. Right. Everyone knows what it's about. They just keep going along with that lie. And it plays out all over the place. Well, you'll see like local newscasters talking about asylum seekers because they're just reading a script again what was the percentage and this has been a while since i looked this was like six seven months ago i mean not even two percent would qualify for asylum yeah i've seen anywhere from like one and a half to three percent yes but they'll still go with the line asylum seekers yeah and you know and, and quite frankly i don't have a problem with somebody who wants to come here for opportunity I don't blame anybody for no, doing it. No, absolutely not. No. But, but, but my God, man, there's got to be some law and order here. Absolutely. You know, I mean, to say otherwise is just to put your head in the sand. I mean, or you are, in fact, trying to change the face of America forever. That's exactly And create a voting block that will make sure you're in power indefinitely. Hey, dog whistler, that'll be enough of that. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> right. I dog mean, whistle! Explain it any other way. You can't. <laughs> no, if you're on the left and you explain no. it, you're, you're just talking about statistics. If you're on the right and you explain it, that's a dog whistle because well, yeah, you're a racist. I, I got it. The, okay. Those are the rules that Whatever. the left put out. would be the first time. Yep. Now, who is this piece of audio from, David? Oh, yeah. Well, it's a former DHS official saying that Trump is a terrorist. Because what? he says that opening up the borders is poisoning the blood of the country. Okay. Still on that, this are we? This is Juliet Kayyem, by the way, on CNN. Okay. So stochastic terrorism is just a technique that Trump uh, has perfected in many ways, and we talked about it over the years. And it's a way of using language that is clearly meant 
to incite some percentage of the people listening for a violent purpose or for a sort of noxious purpose, as, as, as the case may be. But it's not directed. I mean, in other words, Trump is good at sort of creating this atmosphere so that he can say, I didn't mean for people to to, to go into the synagogue and, and kill or to go into the in Buffalo and, and kill a bunch of African-Americans. I didn't mean it. I never whoa, said to do that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She's tying Trump to that? Yeah. That's disgusting. The gall of some of these people, man. But the language itself is creating an environment where he knows that his listeners are some of his listeners. I should be clear here. Um, will get inside of him. That's. But let's just be clear. That's why he's doing it. I mean, we can no longer say that Trump is doing this as a means to an end. This is the end. These people that support the protests of people chanting for the death of the Jewish people yeah. are talking about some sort of dog whistle yeah. with Trump, and he's perfected the art. You know, you jackasses are going to be the ones that get him reelected. You're going to help get him reelected. Because we look at you, and the, the American people look at you and go, well, whatever that freak is for, I'm totally, you know, against there is a point every time this it. happens, his poll numbers time, go up every single time. Every time he's charged with something else, yeah, and they yes, can't that, keep that their mouths shut. They just got to keep running their mouth <laughs> and and call him a Nazi or whatever. And again, the poll numbers keep going up because people see through your nonsense. Well, especially right now, where you have major progressive-run cities like Chicago yes. and New York that are screaming from the rooftops that the Biden administration is failing them. Yes. On this issue. And now you're going to turn around and say that critiquing it is like Hitler. It's stochastic terrorism, right. which is a word that really has only come up in the last like year or so. Right. Uh, well, dude, we've had this audio on a few times. But Okay, so that's a dog whistle. What would you call it with the NAACP president in Illinois saying what she said? If, if Trump's a dog whistle, what is this? If these immigrants have come over here, they've been raping people. They've been breaking into homes. They're like savages as well. They don't speak the language, and they look at us like we were crazy. What would that dope say to that? Well, they're I, under the spell of Trump? Now, to me, I think that is a strong <laughs> black woman speaking her truth. Got it. Um, so, so that would be all right. Okay. And for Trump, that's a, a strong orange man speaking his truth. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, switching gears. What's the story out of D.C.? Somebody voted twice? Oh, yeah. You know how you hear this never happens? Yes. Yeah, most secure election ever, 2020. Uh, well, there is an elected official in D.C. who uh, was among a total of six people fined for committing voter fraud uh, this was the D.C. Board of Elections making the announcement. Uh, Vanessa Rubio, an advisory neighborhood commissioner in Ward 4, voted both in D.C. and in Maryland in the 2020 general election. Uh, voted in person in Maryland on November 1st and then in D.C. on November 3rd, 2020. She admitted she voted twice, but said she didn't think it was illegal because D.C. is not a state. <laughs> Now, think about this. The elections board fined her $500. $500 three years after the fact. Wow. Now, it's not like she was voting in a, uh, in a, in a, in a hotly contested area. 
right? It's not like one or two votes would have swung it one way or the other. But you send that message out to enough people that, hey, by the way, years after it's too late to matter, we'll bust you and we're going we're gonna to fine you 500 bucks. The five other people who were caught uh, voting twice, they got fined $100. Three years I mean, after the, the risk, fact. It's the risk-reward. Yeah, there is no risk to it. No. You're in more trouble if you mess with somebody's mailbox. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is with so many different things. I mean, there are a lot of thieves that are like, okay, what's the risk-reward? What happens if I get caught? Might as well risk it. Why not? It doesn't make any sense. All right, and you're telling me that George Santos, David, had a moment? Yeah, now, now that he wields no power, I, I'm I'm okay with just liking the antics of of, of uh, George Santos, former Republican representative George Santos. He was booted out of the House of Representatives because he's a fraudster. Showed up on a podcast. He's been busy uh, recently living his truth. Um, oh and the interviewer was asking, "Why don't you just go away?" And this was a masterclass in what the kids might call ponage. Oh. What could we do to get you to go away? Stop inviting me to your gigs. Mm. Yeah. So no dancing with the stars? No. The lesson is to stop inviting you places. But you can't. Because people want the content. That's sad. Yeah. Mm. Like, what can we do to, to make you go away? I don't right. know. Stop putting me on. Yeah, no kidding. Wow. What was that, NPR? No, that, I forget what this lady's name is. Z-Way or something like that? It was just a guess. <laughs> An educated guess. It was, it was a hypothesis. <laughs> yes. Oh, goodness. Oh, man, I got a piece of audio for you. Do you remember Crystal Ball? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah she's claiming, hey, Hamas supports Israel's right to exist. They do? What? what? Oh, I, you got to hear it. You get to that much more coming up. Thanks to Total Wine, you saved more on all the gifts for the ones you adore. Wines and beers all nestled on shelves. Got some advice from our helpful elves. Oh, so, so many gifts to explore when you go, go to Total Wine and more. Bottles so delightful, whoa, whoa, whoa. Price so amazingly low, low, low. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, B21. Did you forget to add Stamps.com to your holiday wish list last year? Well, we all make mistakes. Stamps.com has been helping businesses like yours save time and money during the holiday rush for 25 years. Get exclusive rates up to 84% off USPS and UPS services you need right from an easy-to-use mobile app. The holidays are hard enough. Make things easy with Stamps.com. Use code TIMESAVER for a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code TIMESAVER. A holiday message from Jackson Hewitt. Twas the yikes before Christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring. Except Larry. See, the stockings weren't hung by the chimney with care because Larry's wallet was empty with no time to spare. So he went to Jackson Hewitt for a holiday loan, got money so fast, he rejoiced and went home. Avoid the yikes before Christmas. Go to Jackson Hewitt before it's too late. Get up to a thousand bucks fast minus the weight. Early refund advance offered to eligible clients. Application required. Finance charge applies. Loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. 
This is Rocky Mosall with International Star Registry. Over the past 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities, dignitaries, and individuals worldwide. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can name a star and give the ultimate Christmas gift. The star name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333 to give the brightest gift. That's 800-282-3333. All right. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Uh, okay. Did you know Hamas? Uh, they're willing to recognize Israel. Yeah. No one knew this. I don't even think Hamas knew it. What? Yeah, I know. That's but news to them. Crystal Ball, where did she used to work, David? Uh, was she at MSNBC? I don't know. She was, the first time I saw her was on The Hill. Okay, and then it was either CNN, MSNBC, yeah. and she still has a show. And Channel 5 in Gaza. <laughs> right. <laughs> She's talking with RFK Jr. And they're going back and forth about what is Israel supposed to do because she is uh, very critical of how Israel is going about things and then offers this up. Just, Hamas just First, came out and said that they support Israel's... The- PLO and recognize Israel's right to exist. On the other hand, you have the ambassador ambassador, of the Israeli ambassador of the UK saying we will say absolutely no to a two-state solution. I just cannot let you tell that's just not true. Israel just happened. Robbins is wincing because he has a hard time listening to RFK. He can't he can't help it. Dude, I know it's just tough for me. I just it's hard, but go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so he is explaining. They were just on Al Jazeera saying yeah. no. Yeah, you know? on Al Jazeera yesterday saying we're going to do this again and again and again. We will never negotiate. Which we covered and which is disgusting. But there's but, no. But what how, about the just, facts? But well, hold on. Well, what about the about. fact that? <laughs> what about the fact that Netanyahu and his government have said absolutely no? Is it no because they believe Hamas after a while when they say it again and again? And they lie, and then they attack again. You believe them after a while. Right. Is that that hard to understand? And then it just rolls from there. And then RFK gives this opinion that's a hot take, I'll tell you. It, it had her on her heels. Hamas is a criminal enterprise. Sure. Yes. The, the Palestinian, and you, you talk about solutions for the Palestinian people. The yeah. Palestinian people are arguably the most pampered people by international aid organizations. The are you kidding the me? No, Even I'm not. before this war, 78% of people in Gaza. <laughs> the most, some of the most pampered people in the world. He, he lays out the he argument. He explains why, yeah. So you heard this. Yeah, I have. Do you want to explain it, or do you want me to play it? Because I know you have a hard time listening no, to it. go ahead. Let him say it. He can say it better than right. well. Okay. And why is that? Why are you blaming well, Israel? In part, it's Hamas. And in part, it's... No, First of all, part. Israel has no obligation. Israel built 3,000 hothouses and gave them for greenhouses. Basically, they've given them everything in international groups. Given what is it over eight thousand dollars per person yeah, you know, a lot. in Gaza compared to when they rebuilt Europe? That's what he's getting at talking about the whole pampered part. 
But she just wasn't having it. The one thing that I thought was interesting is when he asked her the question, okay, how would you take out Hamas? Yeah. Because a lot of times we're like, okay, if you're Israel, then what are you going to do? Do you want to hear her answer? Yes. Okay. So how would you get rid of Hamas? Well, if you're Israel. Well, I'm not running for president of the United States, number one. Uh, but but number two, you. I think we have a, a model for this in a sense from the way we went in and approached bin Laden. So it was a targeted raid. If you're actually going to do this, you do a counter-terror operation where you go in in a targeted way. You look confused, David. I'm just going to let it roll. All right. <laughs> okay. You create a wedge between Hamas and the civilian population. And we see how this works in the past because previously in Israeli society, when there were pathways to peace that were Dude, on the table, I know. where the Palestinian civilian population felt that they it's... had a chance at negotiating some sort of a peaceful outcome, guess what? Support for Hamas falls off a cliff. Again, dude. Cool. Go ahead, David. She just described what Israel is doing. Oh, no, no, no. No, because with bin Laden, it was targeted. But See it, and there wasn't so many civilian deaths. There, but that's just it. They're she, trying to say it's not. Does she really believe that there were no civilian deaths in Afghanistan? Might be. Really? I don't know, man. Then she's a lot dumber than I thought she was. Uh, yes, I think that's fair. But How's offering it? some other path that's well, not and terrorism what is that and not now? violence. What is that? Another path that's not terrorism Which, and not violence. This, again, it's a world you wish existed, no, but yeah. it doesn't. And their, their answer to fix it is a billion dollars. It needs more funding. They, they do this all the time. Hamas is not going to stop. They do this all the time. I know. Another path. They need another path. I know. It's just, but again, incredibly dumb. Yes, I think that's the best way you can yeah. say it. And naive as hell. Although, yes. Yeah, because I don't even. But I don't even know if they believe what they say. They just say it because you've got to be counter to whatever. Well, again, you don't think that's been tried? How many times has Israel tried to have peace there? I mean, again, 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 it doesn't work. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay, biggest story today, David. Um, I'm kind of taken aback by that <laughs> whole thing. Anyway, uh, it is yeah, crazy. Yeah, biggest story of the day. Uh, geez, man, if only Israel like targeted the leadership, the terrorists, and like we did with Bin Laden. And uh, anyway, okay, uh, biggest story of the day. Uh, you're talking about upwards of fifteen thousand people crossing the border. In a single day that we know mm -hmm. of, which is a uh, one-day record yesterday that was set. Um, and apparently we're supposed to believe that the governor of Texas is the bad guy because he wants to put a stop to it. It's extreme, David. Uh-huh. incredibly extreme. <laughs> Get to that in another news update straight ahead. This holiday season, we're unwrapping joy and tuning in the cheer. Wishing you a Christmas merrier than a cat on a sled. My cats don't look very merry. Well, that's because you didn't train them very much. And a new year so fantastic, even your resolutions will bro-hug each other. Please don't touch me. From our crew to your ears, have a holly jolly Christmas and a side-splitting new year. Laughter is the best gift you can re-give. Come on, bring it in, bro. <laughs> All right.
Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer, David Van Camp, the Millennial, the Sexy Boomer, Scott Robbins, with everything else going on. Pretty crazy weather, East Coast. Heard that this morning. The Northeast battered by a powerful storm. Roads washed out, power knocked out, airports hit hard, thousands of flights delayed or canceled. What a mess. How many descriptors were in that? That is it. Holy smokes. It sounds like a movie trailer, right? It does, yeah. A little and bit wanted to it. keep you, you know. A disaster movie. Keep yeah. watching. Good morning, America. Mm-hmm. You know? It's all just power knocked out. <laughs> Things have never been worse. I see you guys mock. That's just terrible. Again, I I would never. Man. I, I admit I would never, ever mock Michael Strahan to his face because okay. he could level me. Yeah. I do well, it safely sure. from the comfort of this studio. I don't blame you for that, to be oh, honest. No, I don't I want no part of that either. <laughs> I'd say, hey, it wasn't me, it was Van Camp. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie egged me on, right. just yeah. so you know. Uh, okay, is this going to be a sad story you're going to give to us, David, about Dude. Adam Vina? Yeah, it, it's uh, a it's a longer clip, but... And, you know, we can stop and start it as as we go here, but I think okay. it's an important story to be told um, as, you know, the so-called culture wars are raging on. And you got leftists out there talking about how, uh, and the White House, talking about how people like Ron DeSantis are, are trying to ban trans kids from existence and how they're trying to criminalize who people are. And no, this is the fight against reality for these people. Yeah, and the other reality is what happens to families when this gender ideology nonsense sinks its hooks into into them. Because it has ruined people's lives. Oh, not no just, doubt. Not just the kids who go through it, but families have been broken up because, you know, fathers or in some cases mothers will object to, you know, putting their kid through this stuff and they get treated as enemies of the state. And in California, that's a reality for this guy. His name is Adam Vina. Dude in California has been kept away from his son for years because his mom started transitioning the son to be a girl when he was two. Oh, yeah. I know this story. And, oh, yeah. It's terrible. And he's been documenting it because he's had court-appointed lawyers that just haven't done the job. Uh, and he talked with a, there's a pro reality activist who goes by, uh, billboard Chris. I think he's Canadian, but, um, he's done a lot of, uh, a lot of work exposing what, what the legal system has done to any parent who objects to their kid being subjected to this. Um, and he, he talked about what his experience has been. Okay. When it comes to treating somebody for any type of disease, there's always steps um, in place. Um, and in my son's case, it went from A to Z. They never treated it A, B, C, and D. They went, oh, you want to wear dresses? Never asking why he wants that, nothing like that. They automatically assumed he wanted to be a girl at, at four years old. Because his mom put him in a dress at what age? He start, she started at two years old. Oh, my goodness, man. Reminds me of that thing I saw oh, the other day man. where a kid got put on puberty blockers after meeting with a doctor for 45 minutes. That's it. Disgusting. So he's still in diapers. Yeah, pretty much. He's still in diapers. So I was denied uh, 
to ask my own questions. Um, I went as far as hiring my own child therapist to sit in on this assessment. They denied me that. They denied me that, and they also denied me a phone call to ask my own questions with the doctor. Not at one time have they ever sat me down, the father, to ask me what what I think is going on with my son. The whole system has been stacked against me. So we now we're down at Los Angeles um, with a judge um, from the Los Angeles uh, family court. Uh, oh, buddy. I don't know where the rest of the story goes, but I can't imagine that's going to go well. No. What In a, L.A. What a nightmare. It really is. Mark Duhas, um, and he is the one that, that ordered the um, five-year restraining order. So that puts me, that'll put me at eight years completely disconnected from my son um, and not being able to raise him as a boy, not be able to treat him as a man. I have missed going on now four Christmases. Uh, opposing counsel has done, which was court appointed, has done nothing to re-engage the father and the son in this. All right, we time out just a second. David, do you know, is part of the reason they won't let him see the son is because of the way he feels about the entire situation? Yeah. That's the whole deal. Yeah, right? there's never been, and he stresses this over and over again, there's never even been the allegation of any sort of physical abuse or anything like that. Um, it's It's because he doesn't want to affirm the child's gender because he lives in reality yes right we went six months in negotiations for to get my visitations back and to get an email from the attorney saying i kept emailing all right give me give me give me this give me that what do i need to do to get back in my son's life and only to receive an email sorry adam but we dropped the ball yeah they don't care because you have the wrong political opinions yes sir yes sir you know we are lucky as a society that one of these dads or one of these parents who's been separated from their kids hasn't snapped. I mean, so if you were going to predict, you got to figure it's going to happen sooner or later. And, and that person's going to be demonized. And I'm not, you know, again, I'm not supportive of that. I'm not calling for anything. But when you have a legal system yeah. that is enabling the abuse of a child and preventing a parent who lives in reality from having any impact on their child, keeping that that father away from his kid for years just because he doesn't buy into this gender ideology nonsense. Right. Somebody is going to snap. I remember the first time we talked about the story out of Canada. What's that been, eight years now? Mm-hmm. And people said at the time, you're just a few years away from this in the United States. And they were absolutely right. That's why sometimes when you see something crazy going on in Canada, you wonder if it's going to happen here because this certainly has all over the place. God, man. I mean. Here, I'll we... just play something that'll soothe you. Tell him that God's going to cut him down. Yeah. Tell him that God's going to cut him down. Yeah. We as a society are begging for fathers to be involved in their child's life. Begging for it. Sane people are. Sane people, yes. Scott. No, I agree. I agree with you. <laughs> a lot of people on the left. Here's don't a guy want it. who wants that to happen. Yep. Who is gone far and he could have just went okay, throwing his hands up at some point in time, but he didn't. He kept pushing because he wanted some connection with a son. But he doesn't have the right beliefs for the I'm left. To freaking believable! It this is, is happening. I mean, this is unbelievable. This isn't right. I don't. Yeah, God. <laughs> I mean, I seriously, I can't. I know, I know. It's so know. aggravating it's, it's, it to is. me. It is that you have you have dismissed 
the concerns of a father of a child entirely because well, you, have, you don't agree with this politics. Well, it's an entire group of people that are brainwashed on it and believe this is the way to go Man. for this kid. The kid doesn't know any better. And everything's no. stacked against the same person in this story. Oh, my gosh. So this is an unrelated story, but it relates in my mind. And this is the story about the lawsuit with the Federalist and Daily Wire suing the State Department about information. Because, listen, I'm not going to tell you conservative media gets it right all the time. They don't. But it's certainly way more sane than the left as far as living in reality. And there are so many stories that have been blocked or demonetized, and that's why this lawsuit is going forward. Molly Hemingway, I have great respect for, and the Federalist, and she contributes to Fox, was on Fox, to explain these censorship technologies. Have you heard of GDI, the Global Disinformation Index? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And NewsGuard? Yeah. And, 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 and I think she lays it out that makes it really easy to understand what this is all about. These are just two of the hundreds of censorship technologies that are out there that help elevate left-wing news and information and, and hurt those media organizations that are not towing the government line, that are not towing the Biden administration line. And so, yes, the Global Disinformation Index says that if you're the New York Times and you have peddled the Russia collusion conspiracy, you have peddled the the Kavanaugh rape smear, you have lied about the effects of COVID lockdowns. If you've done all of these things, you you get a perfect rating from them. If you have done anything to debunk those stories with real facts and real information, you are rated as risky or, or, or uh, not to be trusted. And this matters because your ability to compete in the news marketplace is affected by these groups. You know, they, they influence how people allocate advertising, how search algorithms are done. And GDI is just one, again, of hundreds of these groups. Okay. But the other part of that, and I, she's absolutely right, it also keeps away stories about how harmful the trans ideology is to kids and how many kids have detransitioned and now are putting lawsuits together for the adults that dupe them because they're no happier now than they were before. And when you have a whole group of people that will never see those stories because it's stifled, it's sad. It doesn't serve the public, but that's exactly what the administration wants is for only certain types of news to get out there. It's the whole globalist crap. It's Marxism. I don't know how else to explain it, David. I mean, it's it's about more than anything about the control of information, which yeah. is about dominance. It's freaking sad, man. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, buddy. Boy, oh, boy. I had another story. I think I'm going to just save it. About the hemp gummies sending kids yeah. to the ER. Or do you just want to knock that out? Might as well while we're yeah. on the subject. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the hemp gummies, have you seen this whole story? Basically, more and more, it's being available to kids. You got it in weed shops, but it looks like just regular gummies, and then yeah. they're sharing it around school, and all of a sudden, kid comes home. I'm not feeling very good. I'm all dizzy and all freaked out. They take him into the ER. Oh, yeah. Would you have some gummies or something? Yeah, but I didn't know it was going to be this bad for me. That's happening all over the place. Mm-hmm. That was a Wall Street Journal story this morning. Okay. Dang. 
They had a vending machine at school? Not a vending machine yet. Okay. Um, some good news, I thought. Uh, the attorney general in Tennessee is suing BlackRock. Yeah, I saw this. For misleading investors about the whole their whole agenda. The DEI and the ESG and all yeah. that stuff. So there are a lot of people that are fighting all of the nonsense that's going on out there. I And I saw this other piece that I thought was really interesting. And it was Tucker Carlson talking to a group of people. He said, sometimes I wonder, okay, what is this all about? And he said, it used to be where I would think, you know, this is like uh, a red or blue situation or a Democrat, Republican, conservative, liberal. And you come to the conclusion that's not what it's about at all. It's theological. And when it comes down to it, sometimes it's what's real and what's not or what's good and what's evil. And as long as I look at it through that lens, because that's really, in at least my opinion, what it is, it would make more sense. You just want to be on the right side. Yeah. Well, theological is blue as well. A lot of blue is based on theology. How so? Well, the DEI stuff. Oh, that own, the, like the yeah. own separate yeah, religion? It's part of, of their thing, yeah. Yes, very much so. Okay, there's other stuff to get to, um, including NBC had a report today that uh, Hamas is launching more rockets. Mm-hmm. Okay. Launch them at Tel Aviv. But how in the Wait world... I'm trying to understand this. How are you asking for a ceasefire while launching rockets? Does that make any sense to anybody? No. Yet they peddle this crap. We'll get to that much more coming up right here. Honey, come here, quick. What is it? Check it out. All these highly rated wines are under $20. Total Wine must have made a mistake. <laughs> nope. They always have the lowest prices. Oh, remember that amazing rosé your sister brought over last week? See? It's right here. Whoa. That's a low price. I mean, whoa. That's a low price. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly. B21. The holidays are here. Let Omaha Steaks take the guesswork out of gifting. Shop carefully curated gift packages that are guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. Go to omahasteaks.com and save 50% off site-wide. Plus, when you use promo code QUALITY at checkout, get an additional $30 off your order. Send tender, juicy, butcher's cut filet mignons, mouth-watering burgers, gourmet jumbo franks, or even easy-to-prepare meals that are ready in a flash. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless. This offer won't last long. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away. So shop early and beat the shipping rush. Go to OmahaSteaks.com and use promo code QUALITY at checkout. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit OmahaSteaks.com. Take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use promo code QUALITY at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. 
This is Rocky Mosel with International Star Registry. Over the past 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities, dignitaries, and individuals worldwide. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can name a star and give the ultimate Christmas gift. The star name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333 to give the brightest gift. That's 800-282-3333. All right, the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. So you hear all the time from the left to get ceasefire now, mm-hmm. now, demanding, demanding it. Yes. And then I'm checking around to see, okay, which news is covering what today, and I hear this at NBC. Just this morning, Hamas says it fired off another barrage of missiles toward Tel Aviv here. Uh The first time we've heard sirens in this area in more than a week, essentially. This is a city that Mm -hmm. has seen protests intended to put pressure on the Israeli government to get to some kind of a ceasefire and get those hostages home. But a national security official from the U.S. is appearing to temper expectations. They're not going to do that. The leadership in Israel, they've already said they're taking out Hamas. Yeah. They're not going to stop. No. But there's all there's this waffling all the time. You hear it from the news outlets. Well, there's some people in Israel who really want a ceasefire. But it's not going to happen. Okay. And I know what Lloyd Austin is saying. Our defense secretary. Suggesting that a deal does not seem okay. imminent at this point. That says the defense secretary is in the region, emphasizing the Israeli need to protect civilians in Gaza. This morning, the U.S. again encouraging Israel to work to prevent harm in Gaza with Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin in Tel Aviv. Protecting Palestinian civilians in Gaza is both a moral duty and a strategic imperative. Okay, what's your takeaway from that? Just curious. Well, it's, I mean, it's lecturing to the Israelis. I I think, again, for all of the uh, talk about how many civilians have been killed, and I mean, it is in the thousands, of course, and mm-hmm. that's terrible. But it could stop today if Hamas surrenders. Yeah, that's not going to happen. But you're right. I wonder sometimes if our government and the different officials, whether that's Blinken, Austin, whoever, you know, when there's no cameras around, like, hey, we know you got to take out Hamas, but we got to do this posturing, right. okay? We at least got to say these things because we got a bunch of kooks to vote for us, and we got to appease them. I have no idea if that's real or not. Not quite sure. Well, he has no credibility left. No. Just happened to see this out of the New York Post. A former New York Giants Super Bowl champ running back Derek Ward has been arrested after a string of alleged robberies in robberies. Los Angeles. Yeah, in Los Angeles, yes. Some of that team that beat the Patriots. Yeah. And the GOAT, Tom Brady. Yeah, reportedly accused of robbing several businesses, including gas stations. He's 43 now. He would have been a teammate of one Michael Strahan. Hmm. Said he did not use a gun in the alleged robberies. Um, But they said he did use force and fear to take money from businesses. Mm-hmm. He's not a small guy. He's six foot. He's 230. Yeah. He's in L.A. He'll be out in a day. Michael Strahan is very disappointed. <laughs> oh, man. Arrested in a string of robberies. <laughs> this is the Markley Main Camp and Robin Show.
Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. All right. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, who is this that's grilling a center? Is this the hero? No. Yeah, that, this is Manu Raju from <laughs> yes uh, from CNN talking to uh, Democrat Senator Ben Cardin, the guy who had to fire a staffer because that staffer filmed gay porn in a Senate hearing room. This not only did he film it, he took part. It, well, well, right. That, that's all, yeah. He, it, it, there was yes, he was part of that interaction you could say not just the director but an actor in yeah. said film you would say he's a he's a he's a dual threat you could say oh boy uh and he really really doesn't want to talk about it ben Cardin doesn't uh cnn's manu raju tried to get him to open up about what went down there hmm did he exhibit any unusual behavior while he was working in the office I would not be the right one I, I, did you know him very well or I would have to ask. Uh, the, the, these are personnel issues, and uh, I would not be the right person. I, I'm not gonna. I just. Hey, you're in charge, aren't you? Aren't he, you the one in charge? Well, well yeah, you knows. would think. No, well, I'm not the one. Yeah. Heck no. I'm not going to get into personnel issues. Do you okay. think there will be criminal charges pressed? I'm not going to get into personnel investigations. But do. But your your office is what cooperating with the Capitol Police on this. And have they contacted you to look I, into this? They haven't contacted me, uh, uh, but I, I'd have to check to see if someone in my office was contacted. Hold on a second. I mean, it's possible that the Capitol Police contacted someone in the office and then they didn't tell the boss? <laughs> it's a yeah, that, that seems very weird. That's a personal matter. I mean, maybe... maybe. It, honestly, I'm sure the lawyers told him, hey, listen, you got to tell everybody, this is a personal issue, can't discuss it, sorry. And you can stick to that. He's kind of waffling in there. Not, right. I, I, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Folks, this is Stafford. Just following the earlier question that you knew personally, that you worked with personally. I know all my staff people, so I know. Well, were you particularly close to the Stafford? Did you know well? I can't tell you that I... I'm not going to get into my relationship with Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Well, what's your reaction to that, Scott? You're thinking something. Just say it. I think, listen, man, <laughs> this may have come to a surprise to him that it went this far. Yeah. But I hardly think that uh, he didn't have some knowledge of uh, perhaps what some hijinks that may or may not have been going on with one of wow. his personnel people. I think people. he knew what happened in the Senate hearing no, room? No, that's what I'm saying. I'm going to stop it there. Okay. I'm going to say, well, I don't think that part he probably knew. But I got to tell you, if I'm his lawyer, yeah. when he starts to go into this territory of... I can't tell you that I... I'm not going to get into my relationship. No. Not going to get into my relationship. That right. makes it sound weird. All you had to do is stick to it's a personnel issue. <laughs> I can't discuss it. Right. That made it sound like and there might not be anything, but then your mm -hmm. mind goes, what relationship? What does that mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's an interesting way of, of saying it, yes. Yeah. The video, is, is it, is that, that looks like a legit video, right? I, I don't know. I'm not going to get into that because it's not... That's something that'll be investigated, I guess. I don't know. But I'm not going to get into the specifics. It's, I don't. It's not what I know. <laughs> that's, oh, that's, boy. That guy is just. 
And I, I feel for him because it's an uncomfortable thing. I don't think he was involved in, in the production of this right. home movie. But, but you know, he not only is it just kind of embarrassing, obviously, but, you know, I mean, he's probably worried. You know, Capitol Police are deepening their probe into the scandal. And <laughs> okay. Carton's worried about <laughs> taking a pounding. So I understand. <laughs> I like the one. I like the way it was like. I had uh, an AI joke and I let it go. Yeah, I'm did. showing some maturity here. Okay. Yeah. There was a part in there that was like, well, mm. yeah, like it was shot really well. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, did you notice that? Like, this guy's had some training, right? I mean, right, exactly. Oh like, goodness. boy, I'll tell you, the, so the camera bad. work was you fantastic. Could, you could absolutely tell he did a white balance just, before just, filming yeah. that. So, the special effects, holy moly. <laughs> so bad. Um, all right, I'm going to move on to something else. Well, and you just got to tell me, because none of us here are Catholic, okay? So the story about the Pope and the blessings, what I'm trying to do more than anything is understand how it's being covered and what the actual story is, okay? So no, I think, and you brought up this point before when we talk about different stories with the Pope, none of us are Catholic, so it doesn't yeah. affect us that much. But, I mean, this gets covered all over the place. And in the past, it seems like the Pope will say something, media will run with it with a headline, and then you find out, well, it's not exactly true. And it seems yes. like this may have happened again. But I'll let you be the judge of that. Uh, well, I'll just give you the uh, coverage of, if you don't know the story I'm talking about, this was from ABC Good Morning America. We do turn now to the major change in the Catholic Church, the move from Pope Francis, an effort to make it more welcoming to same-sex couples. Lama Hassan joins us now with details. Lama, good morning. Yeah, good morning to you. It certainly is a significant move, and it is being hailed as an advance for LGBT people. Pope okay. Francis is now granting Roman Catholic priests approval to bless same-sex couples. While this is a major change, it is important to note that the church stresses it is not changing its news on marriage, which it continues to see as only between a man and a woman, and it does insist that blessings should not be part of regular church rituals so as not to create confusion. Time out. So as they say, as to not create confusion. So are you clear on what it all means then? No. David? Yeah, I, I I thought it was one of those, like, you can have a personal blessing from a priest if you're not in communion with the church, which is allowed for other sins, other other things that the church would say is a sin. Yes. Part of the confusion, though, is that a lot of media don't, don't really pay. They want, they are craving the day that the Catholic Church says, we're good with gay marriage. They yes, you want can tell that. that day to yes. happen and anything that they can look at and 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 at least give the impression that the church is inching towards that end. Yes. Is something that they will they will celebrate. And now all these people who freak out about disinformation are the biggest disinformation peddlers on the planet. Of course, because they just said in the story, this is a, a major change. It, it's. But to not cause confusion. But you're still not quite sure what it means, Scott. Right, no. Because she said bless same-sex couples. That was the verbiage that she used in the story. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, we just played it. 
And then the report goes on, and then we'll get to I'll get to a written copy of the story. It was only two years ago when the church said it could not bless same-sex couples because God does not bless sin. But Pope Francis has often repeated he wants an all-inclusive church during his papacy. And in October this year, he said he was open to having the church bless same-sex couples. This new teaching is seen as a big step. It does mark a significant shift. This new ruling is being seen as a sign that the church is open open to all. But then I asked the question, has anything really changed? Because I I saw the story at Daily Wire and it said Pope Francis clarified this week that Catholic priests can bless individuals in same-sex couples but cautioned that such a blessing does not sanction the union and cannot resemble a marriage ceremony. And this is the way it reads. Couples in irregular situations, including same-sex relationships, can receive blessings that do not sanction or legitimize their unions. That's from the Vatican's group, the Doctrine of the Faith, which exists to defend the doctrine. And the document's called Fiducia Supplicants. I think I got that right. Signed by Pope Francis, um, as well as Cardinal Victor Manuel Fernandez. So priests can give people in same-sex couples a spontaneous blessing, but the blessing cannot be a liturgical act or resemble the sacrament of marriage. Why are your eyes crossed, Scott? Well, because I'm trying to fi- I mean, again, different religions and Catholicism is one of them that is hard to understand sometimes. Is this? Is I don't it know what the difference is between well, that versus another thing. I don't. I don't know. Without. Okay, getting into mind reading, I guess. But isn't this sort of a, the Pope's giving a wink and a nod to media and other people to say, see, I'm okay with it, but here's the letter of the law. But is the blessing an act in front of other Catholics? Or, I mean, how does it It cannot work? be given in connection with a civil union, and no, no. Clo- no clothing, gestures, or words that are proper to a wedding can be included in order to avoid any form of confusion or scandal. Well, then what's the deal? I I heard one uh, writer uh, put it in this uh, in 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 a way. She is Catholic. Who said really what this is is putting local priests in a weird, uncomfortable position because nobody knows what this means. Yeah, okay. And you're, thank you. You're you're, yeah. you're kicking so it like down it. to the local priest and making him out to be the bad guy if he says no. Yeah, that was the criticism I saw outside of. Uh, you know that that seemed to be most reasonable and again as somebody who's not a catholic i'm not really sure what all of that even means anyway so well, it says in the blessing the priest can pray for the individuals to have peace health a spirit of patience dialogue and mutual assistance but also god's light and strength to be able to fulfill his will completely there is no intention to legitimize anything but rather to open one's life to god to ask for his help to live better and also to invoke the Holy Spirit so that the values of the gospel may be lived with greater faithfulness. That's what the document says. Mm-hmm. So then I ask, well, what's changed? Well, I don't know. Th- that that's, was there before. That's the thing. All these, it's, yeah, it's all this confusion. Yeah, yeah it, I don't know. Kick it down to the individual churches. This will probably work like the United Methodists did, split in half. Oh man. You think that will end up happening with? Well, Catholic I don't know. Church? I mean, they left it up to the individual parishes too. I mean. Oh with, yeah, with I, doctrine. I mean, you I know. don't see that happening anytime in the near future, just because of a. I mean, uh, unlike the Methodist Church and many other Protestant uh, traditions, Roman Catholicism is actually 
uh, has a top-down structure, a, a, a much more organized top-down structure than other churches that have had those splits. And I mean, I don't mean this to sound cynical, really don't. But it's just like the fact of the money that's also involved. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's massive. There's no doubt about that. So, yeah, I, you know, talking to a few Catholic people are like, I, I don't know what that means. I hear one thing. I think right. one thing. I mean, and when then you I hear try to else, sort of appease, yes. but don't really, but kind of right, do. But yeah, it what? muddles up the waters. Yes. I don't know. Yep. So there you go. All right. Much more to get to. Oh. There's a great piece. We'll get to it. The equality of failure in Chicago. And this has happened all over the place. We'll get to that and much more coming up. Mosel with International Star Registry. Over the past 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities, dignitaries, and individuals worldwide. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit starregistry.com, you can name a star and give the ultimate Christmas gift. The star name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit starregistry.com or call 800-282-3333 to give the brightest gift. That's 800-282-3333. The holidays are here. Let Omaha Steaks take the guesswork out of gifting. Shop carefully curated gift packages that are guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. Go to omahasteaks.com and save 50% off site-wide. Plus, when you use promo code QUALITY at checkout, get an additional $30 off your order. Send tender, juicy, butcher's cut filet mignons, mouth-watering burgers, gourmet jumbo franks, or even easy-to-prepare meals that are ready in a flash. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless. This offer won't last long. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away. So shop early and beat the shipping rush. Go to OmahaSteaks.com and use promo code QUALITY at checkout. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit OmahaSteaks.com. Take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use promo code QUALITY at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. Honey, come here, quick. What is it? Shh, check it out. All these highly rated wines are under $20. Total Wine must have made a mistake. <laughs> nope, they always have the lowest prices. Oh, remember that amazing rosé your sister brought over last week? See, it's right here. Whoa, that's a low price. I mean, whoa, that's a low price. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly, B21. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. All right, I mentioned that story. The equality of failure in Chicago. Get to that in a couple. I see the weight of the world on Robin's shoulders right now. Yeah, man, you know it. Some heavy topics today. Some fun, too. Yeah, absolutely. So, I thought you might want to hear this. You mentioned it. I don't know if you've actually heard it. Vivek Ramaswamy, Turning Point USA, he was talking a couple days ago. I have not heard it. I... I saw it this morning, and you go, oh, yeah, we, I got that. Yeah, I think I got it beeped out okay. Okay. Did I save that one? I think it is. You saved it's the still beep version? La- or- it's still labeled unedited, but I think I edited this earlier. Oh, God. David, hand on the button. Oh, well, I mean, the dump button doesn't work right now, so. Are oh, you it doesn't work? Don't no, I'm that. messing with you. No. I <laughs> it appears to be for the working. Biscuit. Yeah. 
Dude, Vivek is starting to sound more like Trump, like in the cadence, at least to me. I don't want to give too much away, but you just tell me it's like a stand-up act. So I say that on that last debate stage to a bunch of Republicans that are shaking in their boots. These are the things you're not supposed to say in the Republican Party even today. And then you get the mainstream media. You got this character Van Jones on CNN afterwards saying, this is the rise of an American demagogue who's going to live 50 years longer than Trump. This is dangerous. I am shaking. That's what he says. (laughs) Just shut the fuck up. (laughs) At a certain point, just shut the fuck up. There you go. Van Jones at CNN. The crowd loved it. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. I got it beeped. I know. Why are you laughing, David? <laughs> yeah. Right. You got, you got to just send me those audio clips, man. That beep should have been longer? That should have been a little longer, yeah. Probably. Maybe a little bit? Yeah. My bad on that. I think you could tell what he was going to say anyway, but yeah, to your point. Apologize to anybody that didn't do a good no, enough no, job no, of that that's, edit. That's, that's My odd. question is. I had no idea what he said. <laughs> I, I heard him say I love Van Jones <laughs> Was it effective? I mean it is in front of a crowd But what did you think of the act I guess Vivek's not going to be the president yeah, man, he's, he's not going to be the nominee listen, He needs clicks and he needs headlines He needs all that stuff You know So you're all for it You that might as good. well align yourself as a VP pick If possible Did you think it was effective David? Um, I mean it Yeah it, it it's funny, you know, because I, I think more people should say that to people like Van Jones. Yeah, I mean, the whole bit, and you had it last week uh, when Van Jones was talking about shaking. Oh, yeah, he's melting watching. down. Dude, how do you have any credibility at all? As a man, you do this. The smug, condescending way that he just spews this poison out is very, very dangerous because he won't stop Trump, but he's going to outlive Trump by about 50 years. And you're watching the rise of an American demagogue okay. that is a very, very despicable person. Yeah. And I, I'm, I, literally, I, I, was, I was shaking listening to him talk because a lot of people don't know that is one step away from Nazi propaganda coming out of his mouth. <laughs> Always. I remember mentioning this at the time. There's no way, right? I'm trying to picture this guy because he's probably at work. He's at CNN. And so he's in, you know, the green room or whatever. They're all watching it. And he's what, like, honestly shaking in fear? Wasn't like shaking in anger. I'm shaking. Holy cow, man. Who takes you seriously after that? He's always, he's emotional. He's very emotional. The, yes, I know. With the, all the crying yeah, he, and vindication. <laughs> vindication for a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, fears about nothing. And it, like, it just sort of rolls on with that guy. But honestly, on this show, if we were all watching something together like a debate and someone ticked you off or whatever, and you said, I was literally shaking. Be like, in fear? Right. You right. female cat? Are you joking? How does that ever fly? I just don't understand it. Okay. I tried to lighten the load there for you, Scott. Something not as heavy, and I guess it stressed you out even more because of the editing job. Sorry. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm fine. I'm cool. I'm you, don't, you don't look good. I feel, I feel better. Than you look like you're literally shaking. 
Someone's going to take the cats away from you and deport them. If you're an immigrant, you don't have to worry if the president's going to be happy to have babies snatched away. Yeah, our cats this is the away. Markley, Van Camp, and Robin show. Biggest story today, David? Uh, biggest story of the day is that... Back, uh, for no reason. <laughs> but it's okay, Van Jones, because the biggest story of the day is that Biden's bringing all those people back with interest. Okay. Uh, yeah, a single-day record of uh, close to 15,000 uh, people crossing the border uh, yesterday. All right. Yeah, that's a pretty big story. Yeah, that is a big story. And, and the question is, uh, some of the most extreme stuff you've ever heard out of the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, yeah. these laws trying to keep people from illegally entering the country? Yep. How dare you? We'll get to that. News update. And then the Scott Robbins trifecta. And more unedited F-bomb. Straight ahead. David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. All right, we're breaking records all over the place with illegal immigrants coming into the country. Meanwhile, you're telling me the mayor of Chicago is melting down? Yeah, Brandon Johnson having a bad time right now because he doesn't know what to do with all these migrants. And he Mm. knows who to blame. He's blaming Texas Governor Greg Abbott. (laughs) I mean, these people just lie all the time. Because they're acting like Greg Abbott's the one who dropped every single migrant off in their city, when overwhelmingly it's the federal government through NGOs dropping people off in these major metropolitan areas. You know why? Because you said you were sanctuary cities. Yeah. Yeah, I saw another story where they're actually dropping off people at discrete locations now. Like the buses are going to different places so they won't be detected. Right. Okay, let's roll the audio from Brandon Johnson, mayor of Chicago. The issue is not just how we respond in the city of Chicago. It's the fact that we have a governor, a governor, an elected official in the state of Texas that is placing families on buses without shoes, cold, wet, tired, hungry, afraid, traumatized, and then they come to the city of Chicago where we have homelessness, we have mental health clinics that have been shut down and closed. So are you saying you're no longer a sanctuary city? Is right. that what you're getting at? Well, and you know that there, there's no homelessness in the state of Texas. Not at all. Of course not. You have people who are seeking employment. Yeah. The, the governor of Texas... By the way, just to interrupt, sorry, Brandon, but the governor of Texas is doing his part. They signed that law yesterday that's going to help prevent people from coming in. I hope you're yeah. for that. Needs to take a look in the mirror of the chaos that he is causing for this country. This is not just a Chicago dynamic. He is attacking our country. <laughs> oh, All right. Governor Greg. You know, uh, sad sad story but this is true you know who mayor brandon johnson's attacking black high school students that do well in school what yes saw this from the wall street journal it's an editorial piece called the equality of failure in chicago 
because the school board there wants to cancel selective enrollment schools that are a path upward for low-income students, Scott. As the story reads, the Chicago School Board last week passed a resolution that endorses phasing out selective enrollment. The purpose would be to, quote, transition away from test-based enrollment policies that further stratification and inequity in CPS and drive student enrollment away from neighborhood schools. That's what the board said. Fantastic. That would cover Chicago's 11 selective high schools that rank academically among the best in the state and nationwide. As the story goes, the schools are a beacon for children from all neighborhoods, and admission is weighted to allocate spots among different income groups. The idea is to bring in high achievers from all backgrounds, ensuring that kids from different circumstances can thrive. So like at Jones College Prep High School, 91% of students read at grade level. At Northside College Prep, 92% do. But Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson sees the success of black and Hispanic students at selective enrollment schools as a threat. He said, quote, when those students succeed at a selective enrollment, particularly black students, what ends up happening is all other black students who don't meet those same standards get shamed. See, so-and-so made it out. What's your problem? That's what he said. Hmm. So his solution is equality of failure. And the Chicago Teachers Union agrees, saying the editorial. Noting in a statement, while selective enrollment schools were intended to desegregate school districts, they have now contributed to more segregation. Yeah. The lack of resources at neighborhood schools, they say, is a form of educational apartheid. While selective enrollment schools uplift the few and usher in inequities to the many. But they also mentioned Bronzeville Classical Elementary, a selective school on the south side. Mm-hmm. 73% of students are black. 72% of the black students read at grade level. For other public schools in the district, only 26% of students read at grade level. Yeah. So the kids that are succeeding, kids of color, they've got a big stop sign they're looking at now. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, man, for the people who actually have an opportunity to get out of a cycle of poverty, yep. of violence, of death and destruction, of hopelessness. It's like, no, 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 we're going to drag you back down to where you belong. Yes, it sucks, you know man. What? It does suck. And Thomas Sowell has written about it. And, okay, I don't want to quote him because I'd screw it up. But what, what the takeaway was is that so many people on the left, they really don't want people to come up out of poverty. They don't really truly want them to succeed because then they don't have a job in essence. And you see it in so many different examples. It's a conversation for another time. We got to get to your trifecta, but man, oh man, it is. It's it's terrible. All right. You got your big three ready? Yep. Let's go. Here we go. Are you ready? It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Every day about this time, Scott Robbins' trifecta, his big three of the day, helped by his hero. I'm KC Kasem. Hey, buddy. There you go. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. Three. Uh, Time. Number three, the Jeffrey Epstein files, or some of them, are going to be coming out. Yeah, they got a date on this now. January the 7th, or 2nd, rather. 
So make sure you got plenty of popcorn for this one. The identity of 177 people, including Epstein's friends, recruiters, victims, and other individuals, will be revealed in unsealed documents. The release came as part of a defamation case that was bought, uh, brought by that Virginia Roberts, who accused Prince Andrew oh, yeah. of sexual assault. Roberts sued Ghislaine Maxwell, Epstein's former partner, for defamation in 2016. But while the case was settled, media outlets filled in and to get to get these or these uh, documents unsealed. Incl- this is interesting too because included in the unsealed documents are links to interviews given by some of the individuals. Judges cited the interviews as a reason why the names of certain individuals should not be kept private. Among the few highlighted names are those of housekeepers on Epstein's private island. What'd you see? And who did you see there? Uh Uh-oh. And uh, the court now has uh, given 14 days for any of the does to object to their documents being made public. Once that 14 days has elapsed, any remaining documents will be released. Now, it's interesting because if any of the does want to make sure their names aren't redacted, wouldn't that, in fact, be reason to assume they're on the list? Man. And I don't know, does anyone have memory? Because I don't think we ever really knew what happened. Remember, there was supposed to be all the blackmail on discs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Reams on of the it. island. Yes. Whatever happened to this? I, I don't know. We've oh. talked about this for a, a year now. In his penthouse in New York, there were there was something that was found as the police were uh, taking evidence out of the home. I mean, things that were apparently labeled like person, girl, right, with a date on it. So January 2nd. And he kept those just in case somebody decided that they wanted yeah. to oh, yeah. cause a little problem. Yeah. No doubt about now, it. Now, on with the countdown. This guy, Robin Trifecta, his top three stories of the day, up to number two. Uh, someone wants to let you know that crossword puzzles are racist now. Well, everything what? is racist. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not making this part up. The New Yorker wants you to know that your crossword puzzles are, in fact, racist. The New Yorker published a piece that said the first crossword was published in the United States in 1913. The puzzle has since spread across the globe. Very popular. But the American crossword today doesn't always, and very rarely, reflects the multiculturalism that immigration brings. So apparently immigration... David, don't you do some crossword where you said it got crazy woke? Yeah, USA Today, because seriously, it was every single day. I I had to stop doing it, because every single day, well, one... It was something to do with trans whatever or some mm-hmm. drag queen or something. I'm like, oh, whatever. And then also they had just they started including impossible uh, questions in there. And by impossible, I mean, they were asking about like WNBA MVPs. Um, nobody knows the answer to that. Just impossible <laughs> right. to answer. You burned yeah, through all crazy. your lifelines on that one. I know. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty tough. Yeah. I just saw a clip from PragerU the other day. The dude was going out to the campuses and was telling people because there were different stories. Pumpkin spice latte is racist. (laughs) (laughs) These girls were a little distraught, man, because they really like it. Yeah. And then they were talking to, uh, well, there was one kid on the soccer team or a few athletes that uh, working out is also racist. I'm like, what? Mm. Really? 
Never heard that one before. Well, well of course, everything is. I think is. we need to have a, a, a national conversation, though, really, about crosswords and bird watching and yeah. model railroads and yeah. building ships in bottles and maybe you know, things like that. Coffee. And the right. countdown exactly. continues. Scott Robbins, Trifecta, Scott's top three of the day. And finally, one. Uh, number one, you want to talk about a Christmas gift guide? Uh, Peter Van Buren from the American Conservative wrote a piece, and I thought it was funny. A couple of gifts that perhaps you hadn't thought of this year. One is the Gaza ant farm. Watch watch these industrious Gaza ants dig tunnels and smuggle sand particles in and out of their homes for hours. Then destroy the tunnels, feed the ants, or both. Holy smokes, that's a hot one. Or Joe Biden White House playset. Joe Dahl comes with dribble action. Speech module. You can you can connect him to Jill, sold separately, see him walk, maintain inflation, enter proxy wars, and be bewildered about declining poll numbers. True oh. international depression. Or to yours today. That's pretty good. And there you have it. Scott Robbins. Got the ant farm. Well <laughs> 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 done, Scotty. Yeah. All right. Got to get to another news update. And Nimrod's in the news. Straight ahead. What is it? Shh, check it out. All these highly rated wines are under $20. Total Wine must have made a mistake. <laughs> nope, they always have the lowest prices. Oh, remember that amazing rosé your sister brought over last week? See, it's right here. Whoa, that's a low price. I mean, whoa, that's a low price. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine and more. Drink responsibly, B21. The holidays are here. Let Omaha Steaks take the guesswork out of gifting. Shop carefully curated gift packages that are guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. Go to omahasteaks.com and save 50% off site-wide. Plus, when you use promo code QUALITY at checkout, get an additional $30 off your order. Send tender, juicy, butcher's cut filet mignons, mouth-watering burgers, gourmet jumbo franks, or even easy-to-prepare meals that are ready in a flash. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless. This offer won't last long. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away. So shop early and beat the shipping rush. Go to OmahaSteaks.com and use promo code QUALITY at checkout. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit OmahaSteaks.com. Take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use promo code QUALITY at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. This is Rocky Mosall with International Star Registry. Over the past 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities, dignitaries, and individuals worldwide. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can name a star and give the ultimate Christmas gift. The star name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333 to give the brightest gift. That's 800-282-3333. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. Uh, the White House has weighed in on Governor Abbott in Texas. 
signing a new law that uh, enables state authorities to prosecute and arrest uh, people here illegally. And even though, I mean, it really won't, you know, it won't take effect until March, and there are already legal challenges. The ACLU uh, has already started the motions of uh, filing lawsuits. Uh, here is White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. Uh, this is not who we are as a country. This is not who we should be as a country. Uh, communities should not, should not be uh, individually uh, targeted and put into, into harm's way. And this is what we're seeing. Uh, Hold on. Again, you know, this... Communities? Yeah. It's people breaking the law coming into the country. Right. It's that communities. Well, what about the other communities that have to take care of it all? Yeah, talk to Brandon Johnson in Chicago them? right now. Yeah. All right, sorry, go ahead. This is something that Governor Abbott has done over and over again. There are pl- yeah. plenty of examples that I've listed out from here before, whether it's, le- whether it's leaving migrants in the side of the road in the middle of winter, uh, installed razor, razor, uh, razor wire near the border, making Wait it more while. dangerous for Border Patrol to do th- Wait their jobs, and placed bayous in the, in the river, making it harder for Border Patrol to do bios. their jobs. They, they placed bayous. <laughs> You yeah. What, what did she say? She said bios, right? She said bios. bios. Yeah. Bios. Yeah. Now, I'm, I mean, I'm from the bayou city. I'm from Houston. Yes. And I didn't realize that they were appropriating bayous from Houston bayous. and <laughs> yes. putting them in the Rio Grande. That's incredible. What's wrong with that? Wow. And she meant to say buoys, by the way. But she's yes. an idiot and barely literate. And so it came out bayous. Down on the bayou. I'll give her a pass on razor wire because sometimes that is hard to say. Razor wire? Razor wire, razor wire, razor wire. Yeah, I mean, it okay. kind of gets yeah, gotcha. jumbled together, but I don't know Crazy where Bayou rabbit. came out. Uh, by the way, uh, we did put out the question. You had the question earlier. Is it a, is a joke yeah. about Mitch McConnell's favorite movie being Frozen? Is that over the line? Yeah. Uh, our producer, Andres, uh, put it out on social media, on Instagram, and on X. hundred uh, percent. No, not over the line. Oh, nice. Uh, on X and on Instagram. No, not over the line. And uh, one of the comments says, when was there ever a line on your show? That's a good question. Well, there was. Yeah. It was erased and then yeah, put put down again. Yeah. Well, you got to push it every once in a while. Just know where it is, right? Mm-hmm. If there's we're a remake, not in any trouble from anything else from the show today, as far as you know. I don't correct? think so. No. There's Excellent. A, All there's right. a remake of Batman. Will he be Mr. Freeze? <laughs> <laughs> Nimrod's time will roll When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Dan. It's Nimrod's in the news on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. I love the poorly educated. All right. Nimrod's in the news. Before we get to Nimrod's, man, I just... Kareem parroting the Obama talking point, too, with that whole thing. Well, that's not who we are. Yeah, that's not who we are. We don't uphold the law here. We let people in. Okay, anyway. Nimrod's News, uh, Davis County, Utah. 18-year-old man, Christopher Kessler. Okay. Um, By the way, Christopher, a different spelling on this name. C-H-R-Y-S-T-A-P-H-E-R. Christopher. James Kessler. He's 18. He was arrested on a couple of counts of reckless driving. Uh, reckless endangerment, failed to stop or respond at command of police. That's a third-degree felony, by the way. Aggravated assault as well as multiple other offenses. What happened? Well, the other night, this trooper responds to a call regarding a fleeing vehicle. 
right? He's a black Dodge Charger. Fun drive. Give him that. Oh, yeah. Um, but he's going 130 with oh. no lights on. Whoa. Oh, man. Yes. Okay, I can tell you this. No one dies in this story. Good. Okay. But it's it's crazy how long it lasted. It was on and on. They tried to conduct a traffic stop. He blew through it, um, rammed into a trooper's vehicle. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Um, and then when they finally put the spikes out, and he has the flats, and he wrecks the car. Then he runs, takes a helicopter to track him down. And I mention all this to say, at the end of it all, as he's being arrested, they ask, why did you keep running? His quote was, F it, man. I'm already so deep. Might as well go through, y'all, is what I figured. Hell yeah, man. I mean, well, I don't go. condone it. Uh, right. No. Christopher Kessler. Nimrod in the news. And this is the Mark Van Camp and Robert Show.